0: What is up, everyone, and welcome to another Slab Socks Live YouTube show. My name is Aaron, joined here by Oogie Boogie, I think it is. Hey, happy Halloween from Slab Socks here. Nate nate came all uh dressed up, looking uh very festive and everything for today's episode. Um, pretty excited, and uh, I i guess I'm an Alvatore Pick Crew member if uh I'm dressed up as anything right now. Bum, do you say bum? Yeah. <laughs> uh okay well we've got a pretty good episode for tonight i hope everyone has a great day and maybe trick-or-treating with your kids if that's what you're doing tonight but before you do that hopefully you're here to listen and talk about some sports cards because that uh, you know despite all the different posts um that we've put up the other people have talked about obviously or just you watching the market in general uh there are cards actually in the sports card market in 2022 that have made people money uh it is a fact it is not false and we're going to look at a bunch of different ones today say that have done well in 2022. Um, obviously it takes a little bit more uh, things to go right for cards to increase in value right now uh, versus last year, the year before that, but it's still possible. And we'll get into that discussion here uh, in a little bit. So happy to see everyone um, come out and uh, feel free adding comments throughout tonight's live too. If you think of any different sports cards that you've seen uh, or different players that have made, made people some money. And there we go. There's our little happy Halloween graphic on the slideshow. We got Giannis and his two kids and uh, I believe his fiance she is, but there you go, little sunglasses on uh on the kids, Liam and Nate. what's the other one's name? I can't remember. Oh, I was muted. I have no idea. <laughs> well, there you go. Nate doesn't know either. All right, from last night's PWCC Weekly Auction, just want to cover a few sales here very quickly. The two that landed on the podium at number one, number two, were was the Joe Burrow Contenders uh, Championship Ticket, numbered out of 25 PSA 10 with the 10 Auto. If you compare that to the Cracked Ice, numbered out of 25 of John Morant, that's also numbered out of 25, uh, but it's a BGS 9.5. They virtually same, sold for the exact same amount. The Burrow $600 more, which I know it's still $600, but 18600 compared to 18000 pretty close. And we asked people what do they think the long the better long term investment was. Sixty six percent of the voting so far says a John Moran cracked ice out twenty five nine five. Nate, do you agree with that take?
1: Yeah, I do. Um, a lot of QBs in the NFL, not as many dominant guards anymore. So I'm taking John.
0: I so I, obviously like crack dice is more desirable parallel, um, at least from the standpoint of, of looks and and eye appeal. And, and I'd say maybe current market. However, you got to remember championship ticket means a lot. Um, the Tom Brady championship ticket is the most expensive football car of all time, numbered out of 100 though. Back then, now they're numbered out of 25 for football. And the crack dice has changed various numberings throughout the years for football, but contenders does mean more to the football car market than contenders means to the basketball car market. And for that reason, I'm going to disagree and take the Joe Burrow. I know that John Morant is an NBA superstar, and he will be for years to come. But Joe Burrow also um, is an NFL superstar now, and he's been doing extremely well recently after like you know the slow one or two weeks to start the year. Um, but we'll see how it plays out, that's for sure. Also, PSA 1010, better grade value-wise than the 9.5. Uh, people love their cracked dice. I know that much. All right. Next up, Shea Gilgis Alexander. His market right now. We asked, do people think it's too low because he or too low? He's going to be a superstar, or too high? OKC won't win anything. Um, they are set up for the future. This year, they won't win much, or even make the playoffs, most likely. But Shay is absolutely balling out, Nate. I don't know if you looked at the stats, but thirty-one points per game. It's like seven assists per game, five rebounds per game, two and a half steals per game, and one and a half blocks per game.
1: Wow. I had not looked at his stats. Um, I know they've been beating some teams that people weren't expecting, but uh, that's incredible.
0: No, so yeah, seriously, absolutely insane stuff. He's doing extremely well. Uh, 63% of avoidance says his market's too low, and right here is 2018 Prism White Sparkle PSA 9 uh, rookie from 2018. So for seventeen forty last night on the weekly auction, it's a 48% gain in the last 10 months. Uh, so he's doing extremely well. And then don't forget, there's always cards you can find on the weekly auction. I know these were some thousand dollar cards, but there's always cards around a hundred dollars or less that you can find um, for some good deals. If you take the time to go and look through it, uh, we definitely picked up a couple nice cards last night under a hundred dollars. Some of which we gave away on our FlipQuest live episode, 945 p.m. Eastern time. But it is always a great time. And I encourage you to check out the, the listings on the auction, because like I said, if you do take the time, you can find some pretty sweet things. So to the main segment of today's episode and it is yes you can still make money on sports cards for the last couple of weeks I'm sure you either saw the post like I referenced you know the one that I put up this past Friday I think it was um, comparing the it was actually the cards from last week's Monday live so if you're in last week's Monday live we talked about the super high-end Grails you know the one of ones out of twos out of fives that were selling for a ton of money early in the year flipped extremely quickly for the exact same cards and ended up dropping a line price um, well there's cards on the flip side and then uh it was mj23kb24 i think the name is um he commented on the post and he was like hey he's like it'd be great to look at the cards that actually are doing well because there are cards out there you know including jalen hurts and a couple other guys uh, that are increasing in value so first one here that we looked at was the 2020 contenders cracked dice auto numbered out of 22 in 2020 so that's the interesting thing Basketball 2019 was out of 25. Here's 22. But the Jalen Hurtson went from 14,000 to 21,600. Uh, that is from just August to October. So that's two months, 54% increase, quite quite a bit. Uh, the next one that we looked at. So the first things we're going to look at here are ones that we either posted on, wrote in newsletters on, a couple different things like that. And then the second part is going to be user-generated uh, players and different cards that are increasing in value from an Instagram story poll we put up today. Uh, Early Holland, this is a BGS 10 refractor numbered out of 10 that sold for $29,520 last June and then just sold 11 days ago for $38,400. And then Christian McCaffrey just posted about this one today. Uh, This card is actually extremely interesting because this was the exact same card, exact same serial number, actually same thing with the Early Holland. Uh, But same card, same serial number, sold on October twentieth, twenty 2022, the day he was traded to the 49ers for $350, his flawless rookie patch, auto number twenty. Well, that number 7 out of 20 resold yesterday, just 10 days later, for $625 after he threw for a touchdown, rushed for a touchdown, and caught a touchdown. First player to do that since 2005. That's a 78% increase. Um, Nate, what do you think about Christian McCaffrey in the rest of the season here? If he stays healthy, is he going to really, like, you know, not necessarily throw for any more touchdowns, but keep up just the, the impactful performances?
1: Well, Kyle Shanahan's an offensive genius. We've seen that because he can use any quarterback and become dominant. Um, and you give him, you know, every running back he's had has pretty much been the, the, the when they're a lead back, you know, they've been going through lead back after lead back after lead back after lead back for years. And every time there's a guy that's a lead back, they've been really good. And all of a sudden you give that him a supreme talent in Christian McCaffrey and say, hey, you're our lead back. I feel like this is just the tip of the iceberg for him.
0: Yeah, and a lot of that has to do with staying healthy, right? Like, he missed a lot of games the last two years. Clearly, he was dominant with the Panthers in the past. Um, Pulling with Kyle Shanahan, like you saying, is doing well, and we'll see. And uh, hopefully it keeps on going because he's extremely talented. It's fun to see talented players, you know, fulfill their potential for sure. And then another one uh, that is doing extremely well is Anthony Simons. So he just stepped into uh, officially a starting role with the Trailblazers this year while da- Damian Lillard is healthy. And uh, him and Lillard are doing extremely well. They're 5-1 actually at the top of the West, tied with the Suns. I don't know how many people saw it coming. What's up, Patrick? Ha, no sub for Nate. I mean, I guess can't really see Nate at all. <laughs> That's true. Um, but uh, Anthony Simon's 20 points per game right now. Uh, hitting some threes and making an impact in that winning team. And these three cards on the screen here, so that's a Prism Mojo number out of 25 PSA 9. So for 1250 1250 2018 Impeccable RPA number out of 99 PSA 10. So for 1116 and the Immaculate RPA Gold number out of 10, non-graded, so for $1,000. All three of these cards sold within the last week. And for these three specific cards, this is the highest sale of any of those three cards um, ever and no matter the grade, too. So, like that PSA 9 Mojo at 25 has outsold both the PSA 10 and BGS 9.5 of the same copy from in the past. And of course, in today's market, outselling anything from the past in general is even a, a win. So, to outsell better grades of the same card um, is a pretty big deal. And it just does, <laughs> it just does go to show um, that there is still, you know, money to be made depending on the player and, and what's going on. Now Nate wrote about this one for this morning's Daily Slab newsletter. If you don't do want to receive the Daily Slab, we send out every single morning for the last like four years. Uh, slabsocks.com. It's just right there right, when you go on our website to sign up. Uh, 7 a.m. Eastern time every morning, packed with tons of hobby info, card market info. Well worth the time and the read every morning. But covering Karis LeVert's market, uh, Nate. Why don't you talk a little about a little bit about Carol LeVert and his position on the Cavs right now, and they're five and one also.
1: Yeah, they're 5-1. and one. Um, Obviously, I wrote about it, and then what does he do? He goes and scores one point. <laughs> but before that, before yesterday, when I wrote it before the game, um, he had scored 10-plus points every game. He scored 41 points in nine-point victory against the Celtics. Um, his plus-minus on every game has been positive, so his team has scored more points than, giving, than they've given up while he's been on the court every single game this year until yesterday when he scored only one point. And uh, it's pretty crazy to me because nobody talked about him. It was Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley, you know, Kevin Love, Jared Allen. It wasn't ever Karis LeVert. And then you have a guy who is a fifth, sixth fiddle scoring 41 points. If you can show me one other team that can do that, I would be shocked.
0: I remember when Corey Brewer dropped like 52 points in the game or something like that. That was a similar situation. Mm -hmm. um but yes global sports car investor this is only one peak sale this is a 2016 prism silver psa 10 someone got very overzealous after that 41 point performance and popped one for a hundred dollars uh it's a 74 increase and 279 percent increase in the last uh six months on this card actually yeah six months um so quite the impressive increase there for carouselverts prism silver psa 10 now, as for hockey, uh, this is the only hockey card. I believe it in this slideshow because no one put, uh, sent anything into the um, into the the question on Instagram for the rest of this episode. However, I did want to include it in here because David Pashnack, who plays for the Boston Bruins, uh, who as of two days ago they were eight and one. I want just want to check really quickly to see if they are still uh, only one loss. Yep, they're still eight and one, they're actually playing tomorrow night against the Penguins. But David Paschernak, he is second in the league in points right now, just behind Connor McDavid. So he's got 16. McDavid's got 18. But uh, Prenarin and Drysdale also have 16. And his 2014 Young Gun PSA 10 rookie, um, in the last – this is three months here, increased 44% in value up to $950. Uh, he is – he's very good. A couple of years ago, he had a really nice season, I think 40 goals in a year. Um, and then last – or no, last year he had 40 goals in a year. And uh, the Bruins are super hot. So get hot, score some goals, score some points, no matter what sport you're playing. And uh, you can definitely. Uh, you getting a little hot in there? It's getting a little warm. <laughs> Nate lives. You can see his face. There he is. Um, and you can Whew. definitely uh, turn some ROI on some cards. Now, before we get into the rest of the episode, uh, looking at different cards that were commented on by, by our audience on Instagram, I did want to shout out. So today, 10:31. 31, it is October 31st for Halloween. Yesterday was a Sunday and it was 10 30. So, this was the first situation we ran into um, with a grain submission that landed on a Sunday, the the shipment date. So, it couldn't get shipped out yesterday because there's no mail on Sundays. However, it did go out today and we actually overnighted the package to make sure it got there as quick as possible. And then it also included any cards that actually arrived today. So, whoever had cards arrived today, congrats, your cards made it into the order. Um, and that means that our 10:30 submission is on the way to SGC, and we are now looking ahead to the 11:15 submission, November 15th. So I just want to give everyone a heads up. Uh, plenty of time. There's two weeks to submit an order on slabstocks.com slash grading. Uh, get your cards graded for $18 per card with SGC. They come to us. We package them all up together. We ship them off to SGC, and they get graded in uh, less than five business days right now, even at the lower and more affordable cost. Ah, uh, so quite the deal, quite the the good experience we hope to provide for you all, and uh, we'd love for you all to grade some cards with we'll us. See some insane stuff—a 2017 immaculate premium patch auto rookie of Patrick Mahomes just came in the other day, Nate. Wow, yeah, it's that's definitely one day. of the probably one of the five bigger cards we graded, or at least three bigger cards. Hey, I just noticed that Pumpkin's got an SX on it. You like that? I need you uh, to to get that thing on your uh, Instagram page for some people to see. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Nice job. I can't take any credit for it. But are oh, you gonna do it, Kendra? Did yep. Well, nice job, Kendra. Nate, you stink. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really cool. Big John, awesome. Appreciate that. Um, thank you for agreeing with us. And Global says, "Aaron, I know that you are a mad F1 fan. So, where do you see the F1 car market in three to five years?" Uh, Global, that's a great question. Uh, I think that you know the more you see the sport and how it grows from a viewership standpoint, and this happened with soccer over the last two and a half years. There will be a wider collecting base of Formula One. The question is, will the, you know, Sapphire PSA 10s of Max and Lewis and stuff like that return to the values of what they were? Who knows? You know, sometimes there's perfect storms on some of these things to be lower population at the time. Not a lot got graded, a lot of hype at one time, and those cards hit huge values. But I do think that the overall wider collecting base will increase. Then as you see those grails change hands every few years or or stuff like that, not within like five months on auction or four months on auction, like we saw. Uh, with the Lewis last weekend, I do think there's growth to be had there. Obviously I'm a huge fan myself. Um, The only thing that's yet to be seen, which I think is very important is how the new products come out uh, that they might be making that aren't just tops Chrome or aren't just tops Chrome Sapphire or tops paper, like, you know, a finest set, or like a stain clip type of set. Uh, We'll have to see what that does for the market. And if it maybe ignites more interest because the 2021 Topps Chrome set I think was not very interesting for a lot of people, and they've got some big opportunities to include um, some rookies like Oscar Piastri over the next two years, which should drive a lot of interest there. So we'll see. I mean, it definitely needs to uh, definitely needs to to get that those those guys that people want to gravitate to the products for because that's what matters in like baseball too. You know, you got a big first Bowman checklist and people want to get the product. A bad first Bowman checklist and people don't. Like, a lot of times that's what matters the most. Um, do you think it's too late to send in soccer cards for the World Cup for, I'm assuming you're saying, Big Jump for agreeing submissions? Uh, it. I mean, by the, like the very first match, you might be like a little late, but if it goes out from us on 11-15, um, those should be turned back around and and back in your hands uh, from 11-15, like two weeks from then. So by the end of the month, and there will still be matches going. It goes all the way until December 19th, I think, the final is. So you do have plenty of time if you do want to get in uh, for 11-15. Appreciate it uh just ding it said okay i'll send some cards in. appreciate that do y'all check them before sending so no uh we do not look over the cards or send you an evaluation of the cards or wipe them down with a microfiber cloth uh because we are able to offer it at such a low price at 18 dollars per card the lowest you can find um we just do the processing of it getting them all gathered together sent off to sgc brought back processed back to you um within a bulk submission style and uh that's you know the benefit is the low cost now on the flip side It does make you, you know, look at the cards yourself, learn how to grade cards, trial and error, see what grades well, what grades doesn't. I think it's a great skill to have regardless. I do encourage you to do it yourself um, in case you think, you know, you do want to grade your cards. There's no shame in grading, you know, five cards to try it and getting two back that don't grade well because you maybe didn't know something would grade poorly. And then next time you do know, I think that's even more valuable sometimes, or it is more valuable than, you know, maybe the $25 that can be made off of a better grade. All right, here we go. We are going to be talking about some user-generated players that people think we should be giving some love to for increasing in price. Basically, I put on the Stack story today. Which players do you think aren't getting enough recognition for their price increases in the market? And this is what people had to say. So I, or LOCS cards put in Osuman. Now, Nate, I know you got this one for us. You got the data on this one. When you mm-hmm. saw Osuman, did you have any idea who that was?
1: Not a clue. So when you saw that, were you like, I better Google that last name and see? I looked it up on Card Ladder and just assumed that something would pop up. So Google Card Ladder, the new Google. So Victor Osiman,
0: he's 23 years old. He plays for Napoli in the Serie A Italian League. He is a Nigerian national team player. They missed on the World Cup, so you won't see him in November. But he is destroying this year. He's got seven goals in eight matches in Serie A. Oh, wow. He's got a goal in the Champions League um this year and in the last year's Europa League, he had four goals in five matches. So he is he's very, very good. Um, some guy that I would like to Chelsea to sign if we can. And uh you want Chelsea to sign everyone. we need some good attacking players, bro.
1: <laughs> Wait, so <laughs> are you telling me that your guys that currently exist Kai Havertz, I'm Nathan telling out, you, Christian Pulisic, I'm telling you
0: that Raheem Baku, Sterling is all garbage. stink. We never I mean, should have signed Raheem Sterling, dude. That guy, his last match was so bad, I can't even tell you. He just dribbles right into people and loses the ball every
1: time. Dude, I could have told you Raheem Sterling was garbage after just having watched him, like, one time last year.
0: I know. Um, no, I, I don't disagree with you, man. I was never a huge fan, and then he scored two goals, and then, like, his second match he played for us. And I was like, oh, man, maybe he's, like, actually going to be good. And, no, he, he has not been good. He's actually been very poor. But he started, like, every single match so far. Um, but Victor Oseman playing extremely well. I hope I pronounced that right. $40 for his purple most recently, October 29th. And then if you go back to January 4th, $25. So, yes, marginal increases, but increases at that. And it is due to performance for sure. Donovan Mitchell. Diamond Mitchell. Nate, I draft him in the fantasy draft. I think I mentioned like four episodes ago. Fifty overall. It was the steal of the draft. He just dropped seventy nine fantasy
1: points for me last night. What a- Wait, means... for for everyone for everyone that doesn't know, explain how many teams are in your draft.
0: But that doesn't matter about draft position.
1: It, no, explain. But yes,
0: so there's six teams. There's six teams. But but that doesn't matter about draft pick number. That's fair. It just doesn't. That's fair. But still. <laughs> but I, I gotta say though i mean i'm just i'm just pretty excited by him because i've always been a mitchell fan now he's in the Cavs. lean the Cavs are five and one He's dropping like 30 points a game or something crazy like that and uh nate you guys fast break prism pink here out of 50 yeah
1: right uh i uh tried to find something that was low number that sold recently <laughs> and sold in the past instead of grabbing like a prism green or something like that um but this card sold like January 10th for like a thousand, but then it was instantly relisted like two weeks later. So I grabbed the second listing um, for the sake of this. And also because, you know, if something is relisted, it's exact same card that close. I assume that the first one wasn't bought, especially if it's through Probstein. Um, so 870 on the second auction, 910 today. Not a huge jump in price there. But considering the market we're in, any jump in price is good enough to make it on the list for me.
0: That's definitely sure. I think what's really interesting here, Nate, is I don't know if you notice this when you're grabbing them. I know you're grabbing a bunch of different players, but the card lighter estimated value on that one from January 25th is $469. So $870 was the sold price on January 25th, 2022. And based on how Diamond Mitchell's player index has changed from that point until now, uh, basically, the, the 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 statistics is saying that the that that pink fast break is supposed to be four hundred sixty nine dollars. However, we just saw one sell for nine hundred ten, as Nate pointed out. So that player index is weighted a lot by you know obviously like what's included in the index. This specific pink fast break was not. Um, there's a lot of different you know silver PSA tens, base PSA tens, which over the last year you know year of twenty twenty two have dropped you know forty percent in price for like a diamond Mitchell. However, this thing is beating the odds. So it is a good look to say, not obviously, not every single number card is going to return value. But if you are looking to put your bets somewhere right now in a market that, you know, buying something that's non numbered and super high population in three months, very likely chance it's worth less money. This is an example to say, hey, it held pretty strong. I know Diamond Mitchell's performing very well, but still held strong. And Nate, why don't you talk about the Bobichet that we bought last night—the Gold Heritage Refractor Number Five Rookie—on uh, our Flip Quest episode on the PWCC auction last night? Because you and I talked after it, or this morning actually, about why you know why we bought that um, specific card.
1: Yeah, so you know, were we searching for Bobichet last night? We were not. We were not. Um, but sometimes a card pops up that is so rare, you can't wait to buy it at a cheaper at a cheaper price. You can't say, "Well, I'll just spend that money in November." or spend that money in December and I'll be able to get it cheaper. Cause a gold out of five from heritage probably is not going to show up in November or December or maybe January or February or March (laughs) or April. Um, That's how rare it is. You know, they might only pop up once every half a year, once a year, something like that. And so you got to take your opportunity when you can. And then, you know, in, in the card market today with everything that is happening worldwide, not just in cards, but worldwide uh, it's, we're, I think we're on the on the path of if we're gonna be spending our money, spending it on things that we know we just won't find, and we know that are going to be rare, and we know that if somebody really wants it, they might, you know, uppay for it no matter no matter the current w- world market.
0: Yeah, and and then timing too is another thing. Like you know, we didn't spend two hundred dollars on Boba Shack gold last night expecting it to make hundred dollars come January or something like that, you know, and, and maybe come come March, Boba Shett's market does get really hot with spring training here. And then maybe we do go to sell it, but the expectation is that this is the type of card that as Boba Shett's career matures and everything, you know, we can kind of sell it as Boba Shett dictates it to be sold, which I think a lot of people do look at some cards and just say, Oh, instantly if I hold this for three months, six months, because we're seeing some of those auctions recycle so frequently, I should be only make money out. That's not the case. You know, Boba Shett now needs to tell us, Hey, when can you guys sell this most likely you know are the blue Jays gonna be hot again next year? We hope so they got a good core and everything. Um, so I'm a fan of that and that was the reason behind that. but I just think that's good to talk about um, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, R me says hi guys was so thrilled early to receive emails saying orders was sent to SGC. can't wait for a reveal. shout out to you both. Well thank you R me thank you for grading with us. Uh, Nate did so much work to pack yeah. up those cards.
1: I was going to say, shout out to me for just being a huge part of the process. <laughs> uh, no, but for real, shout out to the
0: processing team back here in Milwaukee. I uh, got, I think it's like 700 cards out in the mail for the uh, uh, 1030 submission. So shout out to all of you for getting your cards sent and for grading. And uh, very excited to see what comes back in in that order. Tim says, I got the blue disco down Mitchell PSA 10. Well, there you go, Tim. Uh, made me feel out uh, what the market's like on that one. Uh, also, Will says, Shout out to Nate's Beard. And Gabriel right. says, Shout out to Big Papa Stocks. Papa Slabs is upstairs. Um, uh, just digging. It. I'm a little confused by his comment. Is 2000 too high? And oh, is $2,000 too high in for grain with SGC? Uh, absolutely not. Just digging. It. Here's the beauty of grain with SGC. And the thing that I forgot to mention earlier is if you have a card that's from the year 2001 or later manufactured there's not one upcharge that can happen to your card. So $18 is what you, the price you're going to pay on our website, and you know you won't get an email from me saying, hey, you sent in a $20,000 vintage card of a uh, Mickey Mantle. They're going to require you to pay a little bit more in fees. Well, if you do send that in, you do get a really good grade on the Mickey Mantle card, you have a $20,000 card. I think you'd be very happy about that. But um, yes, for any card 2001 or later, there's no upcharges, no matter if you send in a Joe Burrow NT at $70,000, um, a Federico Chiesa, 2018 optic black velocity that's i don't know like seven or fifty dollars uh no upcharge at all so that's a, a huge positive and eighteen dollars it's extremely extremely hard to beat uh jordan says my first time using slab stocks grading thank you jordan really appreciate it uh thanks for placing or with us means a lot um and then bazooka tom says shout out to the return of the neon signs we have the dual neon signs i think Ayo. we had last
1: night though well but we we were we were gone you and I both for a week. So
0: no, no, I know. I'm saying last night of the flip quest that we had. At. Um is it Papa Slab or stocks or Papa Slab stocks? We go, we're we've been referencing Papa Slabs here on the uh on the old YouTube channel. How much do you think a quad auto beckett eight auto nine grade with Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Larry Byrne, Julius Irving should go for? Jim Baker asked. I don't know the exact price on something like that. All I know is that that's a sick card, especially if they're all on card. Yeah. Um,
1: Nate, why don't you go on and uh, rattle off this next one when I do a little research for Jim? All right. So 2020 contenders, uh, 2,000 ticket variation here, rookie number to 20 PSA 10. Well, this card sold on the P- <coughs> PWCC weekly auction back in July for $3,240, which at that point I'm sure somebody was absolutely thrilled that they got that price. And uh, the card ladder value there, you can see it back then, $6,341. So that's what it's projected at today. Well, somebody bought it on the PWCC Weekly Auction on October 30th for $3,600 more than what card ladder had it pegged at at $9,900, which is, um, which is uh, wild, to say the least. But it's a super nice card. I really like these 2000s uh, variations myself. I love the
0: retros. I think they're awesome. Yeah. like I I, I always like seeing some of the modern players and older designs, especially important ones like 2,000 Contenders with Tom Brady's rookie.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Jim says, give me a a range you'd be willing to pay. Uh Uh-oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Jim says, give me a range you'd be willing to pay. No research. You're smart enough to throw out a price. Well, I did do some research because I has a card that I just don't have enough experience with quad autos of basketball players from 2000 or the 2000s cards like that. Um, I, I found the exact card you're talking about, $10,455 on October 25th, 2021. Uh, I will tell you why I'm asking. Well, go ahead. I probably just ruined it, but there we go. So it did sell for like 10 grand a year ago. There's a PSA 10, uh, numbered out of 10, but all on card that recently sold for a 2004 one. The on card is a huge difference, and that sold for 35 grand, which is a huge card. I mean, the other one was not all on card. All right, this one's submitted by 805 Ox Oxnet Oxneem. Uh Nate, if you told me the name Matt Walner, just like how I asked you, Victor Osaman, like I I hadn't I would never be able to tell you who in the world this guy is.
1: That checks out. You would have to read like a twins top thirty prospect list to know who Matt Walner is. And since you're not as much of a moron as me, and in doing you won't you won't stoop to those levels. Uh, so no. shout out, shout out you. Um, but yeah, Matt Walner is power hitter for the twins. Um, I can't remember if he is first base only or not third base, maybe. Uh, but what's funny is Jan 9th, 65 bucks. If you sold in September, yes, you were making money on a PSA 10 base auto at 91. Um, if you sold today, not as much. But if you sold in September, if you timed it out right, you were making money. So tell me,
0: Nate, why would a Matt Walner auto increase from January 9th to September
1: 24th? Well, well, easy answer is production. Right. Um, And uh, let me grab that production for you real quick. Yeah, I mean, I I, I presume that would be the case. So Um, in in AA this year, in 78 games, he had a 1,000-plus OPS. In AAA, he had an 839 OPS, um, 27 home runs between those two spots. And then he got called up to the majors and had a 709 OPS, um, which obviously, potato, potato, not great. Uh, but when you go in AA, AAA majors in one season, people are going to take notice, especially if you hit a decent number of home runs along the way. There you go. Next one. This one is
0: one of the biggest uh, gainers on this entire list, actually, is Jamal Musiala, which kind of makes me upset because I had quite a few nice Jamal Musiala cards over the last year and a half or so, uh, all of which are not not in my possession anymore. Uh, but this was a 2020 Finest Aqua Rookie Number 75 PSA 10 from the Champions League set, sold for $690 a week ago um, via the PWCC Weekly, and go back to May 9th, an eBay auction, sold for $260. That is a very, very big game there. Um, we actually talked about him last night on the live. Um, I was just trying to do some calculations quick. Yeah, 165% ROI. So I was talking about him on the live last night. Seven goals, four assists, and eleven matches in the Bundesliga scored a champions league goal, I believe, as well. Uh, but he's the type of player that and I think like that we're seeing this kind of play out in some different situations um in the NBA potentially too. Where you know there's a young guy who puts up numbers when he gets the time, but just isn't maybe like there yet to be in the starting lineup or something like that. And then he hits the starting lineup and he proves that he can still do it. Now, you know, that's what Musial was doing last year. I remember he wasn't starting every match um, and stuff like that. Now he is. And uh, it's made a huge difference in his card prices. He's playing very meaningful minutes, just like Anthony Simons. Like last year, like he was putting up nice numbers, coming off the bench to start the season. I believe Damian Lillard gets hurt. Then he does start towards the end of the season. And uh, his cards have also been on the rise this year. So if you are targeting players, obviously the biggest thing here is that you got to have guys that can put in production and also guys that people can buy expecting future production even further Um, while this met. Whoever this is, this Matt Walner guy obviously yielded some potential uh, ROI here. I mean, I'm not, I'm not prospect genius in any shape, way, or form, or even like a casual, but I just never heard of this guy. So I never think to go like go buy this guy's cards. Like if you follow soccer, like you know who Jamal Musial is. You know he's being a, you know, a star, gonna be a star, is a star right now, and it leads to much bigger gains. Not to say that you shouldn't find the guys like Matt Walner, because sometimes that can lead to lower purchase prices and more cards. You can buy all that different stuff, um, which is also a good, a good thing to do as well. And then on the flip side, Gabriel Martinelli for Arsenal had to get that one in there. His 2020 Merlin rookie blew out 75 recently sold for $80 and sold for $48 um, back in June. So nice little rise there. And some of his cards are on the increase. Some of his cards are kind of flat since they released because they released so yeah. soon. What?
1: Yeah, I was kind of noticing the same thing when I was looking him up earlier.
0: Yeah, because it, it's like most of his cards were released within the last like eight months to where it wasn't like, you know, Shea had his cards on 2018, so it wasn't like that there was like high release prices earlier in the year. But for Martinelli, like his 2021 Prism rookie autos that released early in the year, the PSA 10 was kind of like flat or even decreasing just because they were selling for so much right after they came out of the set and stuff like that. But this was a, this was a W for, for uh, a Martinelli card. Revisiting Shea Gilgis Alexander once again here. I did a little bit more research on him because John L. Ferguson here, Ferguson here on Instagram, threw his name out there. Uh, his 2018 Court Kings Auto on card, number of 199 PSA 10. Nate, can you believe that card. Um, sold for 520 dollars two days ago. I cannot a Court Kings on card Auto. Um, nice card, no doubt. The the error apparent. It also sold for 450 dollars on the same day. If you go back to last year, December 14, 2021, it's over 300. So a nice increase there over the last year and some change or less than a year. Uh, But this does go to show. I mean, while national treasures and immaculate and flawless and the big staples like prism, select and optic are obviously talked about the most. It doesn't have to be those cards to return um, quality returns on players. And, and it's a little bit different once you get into like baseball and stuff because in baseball, like, you can find value in Bowman's best, especially depending on the parallels. Um, but I don't think you would see Nate like a Gypsy
1: Queen like gain this much value of a player that's playing well. No, no, you wouldn't. Though, I mean, you could if you bought, say, a Vlagrero Junior in uh, the spring or the winter of 2020 early winter early spring or late winter early spring of 2021 and then let it ride for the entire 2021 season you could make money on a gypsy queen something like that but i mean it has to be you're buying the dude that ends up winning an mvp or becomes second unexpectedly
0: yeah or like aaron judge like you would make made money aaron judge gypsy queen cards too so like you can do it in instances my point here though is that like shea while he is playing extremely well like there's obviously NBA players that are still playing better than him, like Giannis and jaw and Luca and feel, you know, David Mitchell and stuff like that. But Shay's doing extremely well. And it does prove that, you know, you, you do have some nice cards and they can sell for money, even if they're not the NTs and all that stuff. All right. This is a kind of a fun one here because Grant D Valentine says, I used to joke about bull bull, but he's starting to play some, some of his early speculated talents. So, Bubble ended up being, I think, a second round pick it was um out of Oregon. Yeah, it was second round pick for uh 44th overall to Miami, to the Miami Heat, but he got traded on draft night to the Nuggets. And he had the bubble experience. Wasn't that the bubble, right? I think when it was the he, bubble, yeah. When he went off in the the first few games or something of the bubble and was scoring a bunch of points. Or and then I can't remember his preseason, the bubble. Either way, uh dude was just absolutely Going off for one or two games. Car market went crazy. If you go back and look at the charts of the Bobo cards now, I think that they're probably just be pretty funny to look at. I'm gonna look up his silver PSA ten. Um holy cow, is silver PSA tens up to $123. Wow. <laughs> Over the last month it increased fifty three percent. Um, all time look though. This card touched, can you believe this? Six hundred and sixty dollars.
1: <laughs> for a- the person
0: that sold that for six sixty. I think I have to screen share this this page. It's just too funny not to actually show it.
1: Also, um, well, the fact that Bull Bull made his way onto Orlando and is now doing well in a place where Mo Bamba couldn't do well is some sort of I don't know what, but it is funny to think <laughs> about. So,
0: what you're looking at right here is his 2019. Yeah, he's he's doing quite a bit better than Obama this year. Um what you're looking at is Bobo's 2019 Prism Silver PSA ten. It's now a pop nine hundred and ninety-five. Uh, you can see the growth of that thing even since April. It just about doubled since April. Uh, but since the first time this card sold, it sold for ten dollars once, February 26, thousand twenty. It increased one thousand percent because now it's $123. But it goes from can you see this name? All right, you can mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It goes from ten dollars up to sixty-seven dollars trending up towards 200 June of 2020 as people are buying cards of NBA players with the bubble presumably starting in a month you know from then and then he has one good game and it goes up to seven hundred and twelve dollars and fifty cents at the absolute peak and within two months after that it drops down to 305 something happened between that season ending and the next season starting, I remember again when the market like got super hot between the bubble ending and then the actual next regular season starting. Got back yeah, up and it started.
1: It started what? Late November, early December.
0: It did. Yeah, it's like mid December, I think. It Got back up to four hundred and seventy dollars, and within one year after that, it dropped down to. Wait a second. I need to find December twenty twenty one. One year after that. We're looking at $67, $67 one year after that. But now it's back up to 123, which is like a little shocking. Is he starting, Nate? He started two games of seven this year so far.
1: I was about to say, don't ask me that. I don't know.
0: (laughs) So he's averaging 11 points per game, six rebounds per game, and 2.4 blocks per game in 20 minutes. It's not bad for 20 minutes of action. Um, I think he's still only 22. I think always the concern for him was like the injuries and stuff long term. Um, but I mean, this is this is no joke. This is an actual increase as uh, whoever I gotta get this back in the stream, as Grant pointed out. And Nate went and found a little bit more rare card here. 2019 Prism Green Shimmer BGS 9.5. $227 back in January 19, 2022. $300 today, October 30th, 2022. So small rise at that. For, for a PSA 9. Oh, for PSA 9. I missed that. So, presumably, another $75 on top of that, probably for the 9-5. Something something more
1: than what that is.
0: Yeah, yeah, whatever it is, it's more. Um, If you go back and actually look at Bobo's silver PSA 10 from that point, when was that? That was January 19th. One sec. So, silver PSA 10 increased 140%, Nate, In the same time. That this increase, you know, depending on how much that the nine five would sell for, but maybe like sixty percent or something like that. So this is not an argument to say like buy silver PSA tens necessarily, but uh just funny that there's always both sides of the coin. Like you can buy all the rare cards you want, but sometimes there's just gonna be that one silver PSA ten that outpaces it, and uh you could gain more. And also you could lose more too if the player's not playing. Well, that's definitely true.
1: But interesting nonetheless. Would I you be need, selling- what I need uh Bull Bull to stay healthy, Mobamba, Jonathan Isaac to get healthy. <clears throat> Is Jonathan Isaac playing this year? No, he has not played this year. I need Jonathan Isaac to get healthy, Mobamba to be healthy, and Bull, Bull to be healthy at the same time, and all play on the court to be like the tallest small forward, power forward, center combo in the league.
0: Well, didn't the Cavs put out Laurie Markkinen, Evan Mobley, and, and Jared Allen, Allen in the
1: game? Yeah, that's true. They did.
0: And that technically is – I mean, Laurie Markin is 6'11", which is a little bit taller than, than Jonathan Isaac. But uh, Jared Allen's got to be like one. no? Maybe I'm wrong.
1: No, Don't No, I... Oh, he's only
0: 6'9", actually. Okay, so that was – I thought he was way taller than 6'9". I mean, it's so tall. But either way, uh, that would be hilarious now if they did do that. Joran says, Aaron, can you help me – can you help advise me on Moosey Alucard? I have yeah, Absolutely, Joran. Either comment in
1: the chat and I'd be happy to answer – actually jordan i can help you i'll advise you right here um send it to me and uh, i've always wanted a musiala card you don't have need of it probably so i will take it no worries nate can take care of that hashtag advised
0: (laughs) gabriel says i used to laugh at bobo now he is laughing at me (laughs) that's a pretty funny comment um And then there was one more comment here. Will says, "Have Giannis's cards moved up in value?" So, some I've been checking out his market over the last two weeks, mostly because he's just been dominating stuff and been writing about him in the newsletter. Some cards have done decently. Like I think his impeccable patch auto from two thousand eighteen, obviously like not his rookie card, but like that gained some value. But like two thousand thirteen prism PSA ten, if that's like the card you're looking at, um, Nate. I know last time you talked about it's down twenty percent in the last three months, right? for what card his 2013 prison base PSA 10. Yeah. It's, it's down 15% in the last three months. Um, in the last two weeks, it's down like 7%. So that type of card is definitely not, you know, bulletproof. To that is point. not,
1: that is not the type of card we aren't looking for, but end up with on a PWCC live stream. Right. You know, we yes. end up with the Boba shack gold heritage out of five because it's so rare. We're not ending up with any 2013 prison base.
0: Yes, I I do agree with that. However, if you do look that uh, his 20, 2013 select silver PSA ten at least in the last month sold for like five hundred dollars more in the previous sale over uh, earlier in October. Here's the deal: when you have a player like, like Giannis, or you have a player like Tatum, or like Luca, or Job, their market cap and their market value is always it's already so high. It takes a lot to move a lot of those cards up in value because there is just so much money involved in the market versus if Bobo goes off and his cards are 70 bucks, a lot of people might rush to grab all the $70 ones. And that next auction one sells for a hundred because those ones sold for 70. Like, it doesn't take a whole lot for that swing to happen. If someone's playing a little bit better, but when you already have a guy that's built so much value and legacy and all that stuff, it does take a little bit more, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if Giannis like, I'm not going to say he's going to like score like 35 a game this year, but if he keeps up the, this type of domination throughout the season and the playoffs and everything, like I do th- think that like the the nicer, the rare, the harder to find cards, not necessarily super expensive ones, because it could be, you know, maybe an on-card patch off from 2017 or something. I think you'll see a lot more collectors being like, if he gets a second ring, like, yeah, this guy is cementing himself. I think Nate, like the first ring for a lot of players, can sometimes be seen as like, oh nice job, you got your ring, but like if you do it again, that's like the most important thing. And I think if he does it again, it's gonna be super important for his market.
1: I agree. I I think some some people can lock into one into one, um, or maybe not luck into it, but you know, there's all time greats like Dirk Nowitzki that won one, but nobody's saying Dirk Nowitzki, the best player of a generation, you know, nobody's putting it up there with Kobe, LeBron, Tim Duncan, anybody like that, right? It'll take a lot more than that, yeah.
0: Jordan, if Nate decides to sell this Musiella gift, where should he sell it and when? Um, Jordan, the only way I can really help a whole lot with, with advising you on, um, on the whole Musiala situation situations, if I know a little bit more information, like the card, when a, he, it, he it.
1: said it. it. He said it is a stadium club, red oh. refractor PSA 10 out of 10. Oh, that's sick. So first of all, it's a super good card. So I wouldn't sell yourself short on it. That's a nasty, like super awesome card.
0: Um, and then secondly, it just depends on when you bought it and how much for, like if you bought it three weeks ago, I would not advise you to sell it right now. If you bought it a year ago, I'd say, Good time is like right now. Um, we just showed that that sale that sold on PWCC weekly to a week and a, a week and a day ago. And there's been a lot of other really big Musiala sales on PWCC, like the red obsidian on five PSA tended four point two k last night. That was a monster sale for a high end Musiala card. There's like a red out of ten top chroma sold for like seven grand or something a month ago. Like his market's very hot. Like I'd say, if you're looking to sell it by the end of this year, you should sell it now. If you're looking to hold it long term, then just hold it because he's a stud. And I think we'll play a big deal for him on the – or for the German national team going forward too. Nay, he's smack talking about Dirk.
1: I, I, I did see that. I forgot Jordan was a Mavs fan. Um, <laughs> I do like it. I like the commitment to uh, defending your guy. Uh, and, uh, hey, Dirk, I love Dirk. Former Buck for <laughs> one night. <laughs> Bobo. Former heat player for one night. <laughs> I've always said if you can have Dirk Novisky or Robert Tractor trailer, you have to go with Robert Tractor trailer. But RIP to track. That's true. All right. <laughs> I just saw this uh video that uh
0: Rob Perez worldwide Rob posted on Twitter the other day that said uh the Bucks uh intro for the retro night was like next level type of thing. They played the intro from two thousand or whatever. Taylor was on there. Yeah, he and he was on there, and that's what just made me think about that. <laughs> so funny. Ray Allen and stuff.
1: Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell. Ray Thomas. Oh,
0: those are good teams. I was not nearly old enough to actually watch that team,
1: but I wish I was. Born in 1998 doesn't really work when you're two years old. Yeah, <laughs> that really stinks is that you had to sit through what? Till 2017 before we had a good team. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching Brand Jennings. I was an eight seed. <laughs> yeah. When when Andrew Bogut broke his arm and destroyed the one good season we had had since 2001 that was rough
0: i actually didn't see that one like live or when i was like growing because in reality i wasn't really a basketball fan until i got to middle school i played
1: hockey oh. all that time well don't look it up one of the worst oh no i, I watched world. it
0: you you told me about it like three years ago i want to watch it right away that thing was nasty
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> it makes you shiver uh evan mobley 2021 optic rated rookie this is a laser prism the pink velocity actually not laser uh $202 October 30th 152 October 12th so that's a little quick flip right there I know it wasn't bought and sold in that much time but quick increase I should say uh a lot of people are really excited about that Cavs team Nate really quick uh who's your eastern conference finals right now I think there's a lot of good like top good teams that could be at the top the depth isn't as great the west is pretty deep
1: right now record wise but what do you think um well for me I mean it's obviously the Bucks. obviously and like it's tough because like <clears throat> nets are atrocious just like but they could figure it out they could both miss the playoffs and win the championship and neither of those things would shock me you know and then you have the celtics who you like it or not they got lucky chris milton was injured the bucks took him to seven games with milton being injured middleton's in the, the the celtics are not in the uh in the championship or even the Eastern conference finals. So that's one of those things where it's like, are they really that good? Um, and, uh, I don't know. Pascal Siakam's looking great in the early going, but do I believe in the rest of the young pieces on the Raptors? I don't know. The Cavs are looking good, but do they have, do they have, they, it's a lot of young guys that haven't done it. And, and Kevin love, um, I don't know. It's tough to say.
0: <laughs> Well, I would love to see from like a just a fandom perspective, like Bucks and Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals be like really fun to watch, I think. That'd be fun to watch, but uh you're right, it is tough to say. He looked like garbage to start the year too. Yeah. So there's a lot of teams that aren't performing well, even on the Western Conference. Heat he look like too. garbage.
1: Kylie Kyle Lowry has not been good. Um uh the white guy that can shoot that I can't remember his name right now. Why Duncan can't I remember? Robinson what Duncan Robinson yeah. hasn't he really, really had even been
0: he like um, literally didn't even play like last year in the in the playoffs.
1: Yeah. So he's like they've, a, high they've high high high. got a lot of wasted money over there. What happened to
0: him, dude? He was like super good that one year. Don't ask me. Ask somebody smarter than me. I suppose I might have just told myself though he's super good that one year. Actually, two years he was really good back to back years. He shot 44% from three, 41% from three, 13 points a game on eight threes per game. And last year he dropped down a 37% a game. And now he's not even playing enough man to get up more than three shots, at three threes a game. So, yeah. that's that's a lot of wasted money, like you said. All right, Trey Young, I believe, is our last player here. This is a 2018 Prism, uh, not Prism Contenders variation auto PSA nine, so for one thousand twenty dollars last night, and it's over nine hundred ten dollars back on May third. So, with a lot of these basketball cards, um, yes, like Nate pointed out, Donovan Mitchell, you know, not sustaining massive drops is is a win uh, here. It's not a whole lot. It's actually very similar to the Donovan Mitchell price trend, like almost exactly the same. Uh, but but still a W for Trey Young. And also, Trey Young torched us for 40 points. Um, oh, wow. he did not, he barely did anything in the second quarter, and then in the second half, he scored a ton. Um, also, Nate, super cool. So, I didn't know this when before I went to the game. Obviously, Aaron Holiday and Justin Holiday have played together in the past on the Pacers. I did not know that they're both playing on the Hawks right now. And then on the court at the same time – well, actually on the court, I see Aaron Holiday. I'm like, oh, look, Drew's brother. And I see Justin. I'm like, what the heck? They both are playing on the same team again. Did they all get get on the court at the same time? Yep, they (laughs) did. And I got this super, super cool picture. Um, I'm going to show it because it'll work. Let's got to zoom in. I got this really cool picture here. So they're inbounding the ball is Drew.
1: And then number three and number eight is Justin and Aaron. Oh, yeah, that is really cool. yeah. Shout so pretty, out to the iPhone real quick. I hate to say it because I was always a hater, but my goodness, is the camera on the iPhone amazing? Nate,
0: I was saying the second level and I took that picture.
1: I was not in the first level. Like you can zoom in on things. Like the other day, I was zooming in on a, on a, we were walking in, in Wisconsin and it was a beautiful fall thing. And I, I just zoomed in and it was like, on my old phones, on Samsung, if you zoomed in, you could tell it was a zoomed in photo. This, it did not look zoomed in at all. It was crystal clear. It was amazing. Yeah, no, the the, the camera's really good. And also, that is true, Jim. Uh, Max struiser
0: Struss. I didn't see that in the playoffs last year. He was, like, playing all the time over Duncan Robinson. So there you go. Just better shooter right now than him. All right, so to round out the episode and finish it off, I did want to say this week we've got three different soccer card uh, shows going on on whatnot, 6 p.m. Eastern time each day, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tomorrow, Nate's got two boxes of Steam Club. Tops chrome from 2020, though the big rookie class with Jude Bellingham, with Jamal Musial, with Kamavinga, Makoko, uh, Pedri, Adiemi, all those guys. And then on Wednesday, I'm doing Stadium Club as well, except it's gonna be 2021 with the Beam Team Chase. And then on Thursday, Nate's super excited for this. I know 20 different Merlin Blaster boxes, so there's some insane stuff being pulled out. Merlin Blasters, messy red autos. Wasn't like I did the Gavi Superfresh get pulled out of the Merlin Blaster.
1: Was the Gavi Super Fractor pulled?
0: Now, I thought I sent you a picture of some insane you, Gavi. You sent call... me
1: a Ryan Gravenberch Super Fractor auto pulled Yeah, the out Super
0: auto. auto got pulled out of one, but also I think it was like a Gavi. Maybe it was like a, a, maybe a red or something like that, something crazy.
1: I, I've seen Bestoni, uh, a Messi insert Super Fractor, Bestoni Super Fractor, the Gravenberch Super Fractor auto, maybe one other. Yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of big stuff
0: that's came out of them. So pretty excited about that um, and happening all this week on whatnot, 6 p.m. Eastern time. That's all we got for tonight's show. I hope everyone enjoyed. Uh, the biggest learning lesson here tonight is that, well, yes, you know, we we do like to report on the market fairly. Uh, that was actually a really nice comment someone had on our – on our posts from Friday when I was posting about all those different high end rare cards were dropping value. Like the thing I love about reading your posts is I always know I can get both sides of the story. Like I think that, you know, just covering one side of the story, either all the cards dropping or all the cards gain value. Neither is the, the correct picture. It's you gotta take a combination of the two right now. There is more on the drop side than the gain side. I will say making this presentation today was a little bit more difficult than last week going through and saying, okay, which cards, auction off earlier in the year and now sold for less. Um that was a little bit easier. But regardless of the fact you still can't make money in sports cards when you are spending your money, I think it's very important to to think like, hey, is this a card that I'd have to sell in three months? If you tell yourself that, I'd probably say don't buy the card because unless you pick the correct player or the exact correct set, or you can actually you know grade it and sell it, that's a different story. If you're if you're buying it raw to grade it, you know, with us at Slap Grading, $18 per card and then sell it when you get it back. Like that can definitely work out. But from a slab perspective, buying and selling um, just like the Boba Shet with us, like I don't expect to sell a car in three months. If in three months, Boba Shet for some reason goes up 200% sure we'll sell it, but I don't expect that at all. So just always be on your toes, be willing to research the market to see when the correct time is to sell it and let the market help dictate the selling strategy. I'd say, um, which doesn't mean that, you know, I don't want to say like, oh, you got you can only sell your cards once you see that a player's gone up in price. Cause obviously people sell for their own reasons all the time. Like we we sell on different things and take losses because then we do find that Boba they that we'd say we're happier with 200 dollars in the Boba Sheck Gold out of 5 than something else we might have. So um that's all I'm trying to say is is that that make sure that you're thinking about those things when buying cards right now. Unless it's a PC card. I just bought a Reese James Merlin Gold Auto 50 last week for $85. So that was a great buy. I'm just very happy to have the card. So uh always Love collecting in general anyways. I failed to say one player that was not in the uh, not in the presentation today, Geno Smith. Geno Smith is playing extremely well. His cards have definitely gained value today. Um, Jim Baker has pointed out Geno Smith. And last thing I want to point out here because there's some interesting discussion is that this is one of Nate's pet peeves is photographs in listings that have hands or as Gabriel and, dylan
1: have pointed out feet in pictures i have not seen feet on a picture but guaranteed that's a a automatic no buy from me the hands though with the fingernails it gets me going every time i get (laughs) so grumpy it's like if you're gonna take a picture of your hand at least clip your fingernails and if you're not gonna clip them at least clean them (laughs) all right hygiene with eight one zero one 101 here
0: (laughs) yeah all right. Well, that's all I got. Happy Halloween, everyone. Enjoy trick-or-treating if you're going or if you're handing out candy. And we will talk to you all next next time in the next Slab Socks Live, 6 p.m. Eastern time next Monday night.
1: Bye, guys.